side note, if you're sitting here and you're listening, being like, hey, I've already done it. Let me just remind you, God is in the business of redemption. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to Unfiltered Faith Podcast with Meredith and Stoss. And today we have a very special guest who's been on our podcast before. This is Riley. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Glad to be back. <laughs> How do you say your last name? Sewell. Sewell. Okay, Riley Sewell. Meredith and Riley did an episode. You guys can look back in the episodes on uh, porn, masturbation, and and sex. 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 So this is going to be like the continuation, but I'm in it now. So uh, that's good, I guess. (laughs) Um, A part of what I struggled with in the past was definitely um, in high school. As you guys know, back in the previous episodes, I talked about when we lost our virginity. And I was like pressured, I felt like, because everyone in my school was like having sex and everyone was hooking up with each other. Up until college, I kind of was around the wrong crowd and like partying and um, around people that were just so condoning to sex that eventually I like gave in and like gave it up at 17, I believe. Um, And I'm 21 now. So after that happened, um, initially, yeah, I I did like start to um, not really struggle with sex, but I was, you know, just okay with it. Didn't really... Um, think that it was a big deal and like masturbation too like it was normal normal and like I felt like I was also exposed to porn at a very young age you guys at almost as young as 14 and so I was I knew what sex was I just never um, my mom was really good at teaching me to uh, stay pure so that's why I didn't do that in high school but when it came down to college I was like really rebellious and I decided to and honestly if you're just early um in college and you're like skeptical and you're around these people because once you get into college especially if it's a non-christian university hookup culture is so normal you guys i used to go to college parties even like two years ago or a year ago and um just it's normal and it's just like you can go to a party and leave with a guy hook up and mm-hmm. and no feelings attached no nothing mm-hmm. and you could do that the next day and but there is there's yeah, stuff attached but there is. That happens. <laughs> for sure so like if you're a young girl right now and you're just freshly in college like my advice to you is um really just um and you're walking with God, just really keep praying in the spirit, keep praying for really good community. And to add to that, it's kind of like the image I got is like fruit that is that is moldy. You know, if you yeah. put one moldy fruit in the bowl of fruit, all the other fruit become moldy. And that's the same power that we have with friendships. We so often think, oh, it's okay, I can hang out with anybody. Yeah. But they are going to point in the direction that, they, that they're walking on is the direction you're now going to join on. Yeah. Because if the same, if you join them as a friend, you're going to walk down their path and be more likely to do what they do, which means you're going to, their mold is going to get jump onto your mold. Yeah. You know, it's funny because I feel like if I was actually friends with like you and Meredith when I first got out of high school, mm. I would be completely different. I think it's because I was, I newly came out of high school and and into college that Mm. I just happened to be a part of just Mm. friend groups that did just and continuously talk about Mm -hmm. sex all the time. That's Mm -hmm. like, what was a part of our conversations? Every conversation was about like, what guy you're talking to, like what dating, like- How the sex was, was, like, (laughs) and I was like, I don't know. What you you talk about and what you focus on and what you put your energy on, like Mm -hmm. that's what's gonna be on your mind all the time. Mm -hmm. So if your friends are talking about sex, and that's constantly like what's be- what you're even watching because like we know movies and television shows like mm-hmm. that's the theme of most stuff nowadays. And we live in a world that is obsessed with instant gratification, mm-hmm. and yet God Ooh, was yeah. 
Jesus was countercultural. Mm-hmm. The things he did, the way he lived, how he had friendships was completely countercultural. Mm-hmm. And so as a call as Christians, when we're surrounded by people who are obsessed with sex and hooking up and like reality is I could have sex with somebody tonight or I could watch somebody having sex with somebody tonight. Mm-hmm. But yet Jesus calls us to be countercultural, which is never the path that's easy. Mm-hmm. The wider path is the one where you go and have sex with somebody tonight. The narrower path is the one where you're having to walk with Jesus. And the, I remember this reading this quote the other day and it said you know you know that your faith is developing when your path gets nearer and when we get stricter like even for me you know last time I shared a little bit in the last podcast about masturbation is I have I've had to decide you know what I can't watch I cannot watch a a movie with porn in it because my mind's gonna start activating it and I can't watch as many rom-coms or there's just or I can't talk about sex all the time or like have super passionate makeout sessions because I quickly want to do that Mm -hmm. and the thing is my path is getting more narrow as I am pursuing purity which on a side note if you're sitting here and you're listening being like hey I've already done it let me just remind you God is in the business of redemption Mm -hmm. with a simple prayer and with just with a simple prayer God can literally take all that dirt that you feel off you and make you feel as clean as snow and I remember that my mom showed shared me the story right before when I was driving here and she said hey you know I I had had sex with tons of people had had a really wild past and I met your dad and my and your dad was a 28 year old virgin and he hadn't even masturbated and he sits there and and my mom was like I need to share with my mom all I need to sorry my mom said I need to share with him all the stories of the things that I've done yeah and he didn't know so she sits there and she's like I had sex with this many people I've been drunk like I've done this 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 and he starts to cry and my mom's like oh my gosh he's crying because he's devastated that he's fallen in love with a woman who's impure and my dad says no I'm crying because this is what Jesus would do and those moments that you felt the shame and the guilt of the decisions Mm -hmm. that you made Jesus sat at the end of your bed and cried Mm -hmm. and the thing is you are just as pure as I am and let's Mm -hmm. pray about it right now and you know you deserve that kind of love and the best sort of source of love is Jesus and with a simple prayer he can redeem you And God is so much more of a God of an inside out. Like he looks at your heart before he looks at your actions. Mm -hmm. And so you put so much weight. We live in a world that's obsessed with sex. And so you put so much weight on the actions that you've done. And God's like, I will forgive you with one prayer. I will redeem you with Mm -hmm. one prayer. And shame like self-hatred and punishment continue to like activate and accelerate the pain cycle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you're sitting there thinking and, and you're, you're hating on yourself for the sins of your past or you're putting the shame because last night you watched pornography or last night you had sex with that guy or you masturbate or whatever it is, you're sitting there the next morning and you're feeling the shame and that shame is going to make you want to do it again because it's just like it accelerates the cycle. And so I just want to encourage you that like, the enemy tries to dress us in shame but Jesus tries to dress us in peace and you get the choice tonight what blanket are you going to wear before you fall asleep is it going to be the blanket of peace or is it going to be the blanket of shame Mm, that's good I wrote this down the devil knows your name calls you by your sin God knows your sins but calls you by your name Oh, that's so good. That's so good. And to even add on to that, 
the world perverts our sexuality. The shame, the church often shames it, but the yeah. kingdom celebrates it. Yeah. And the th- you know the thing is the reason why you do these things and you and you fall into these traps. God has such compassion on that. Mm. He like designed you to have with a sex drive, so mm-hmm. and that the so if you go back and if you slow yourself down and realize the reason I'm wanting to have sex with him or do or watch pornography is because God made me and designed me with a sex drive. And when we start to see the beauty in it, the the darkness can no longer. When we start to see yeah. the light, when we turn on the light, the darkness can no longer. Yes. So if you declare over yourself, you know what? I did that last night, but God has given me a sex drive and it's beautiful and that's a good part of me. And start to declare the beauty and the grace mm-hmm. and your brain will start to believe it because words have li- can bring life or death. Yes. Help, yes. Health tip. If you are horny, that means you're healthy. Yeah. When I was really sick, both of we us lost our sex drive. I had no sex drive. All <laughs> no, I no. cared about was literally being healthy. No, no, no. Literally, when I weighed, because I was so underweight and my hair was falling out and like Same. everything was bad, I had no desire for sex and I was kind of happy with it. I well, I lost my period. I was like, I'm not a woman. I have no ovulation, like no period. My hair is falling out. I, I have no sex drive. I was like, I know. I would. Well, yeah, it was. The temptation was less there because physically I didn't have it. Yeah. Why would the devil want to tempt me spiritually, you know? But now that I'm healthy and my hormones are well, I'm like, Lord Jesus. But there's this uh, verse. It's walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Galatians 5.16. And I was just reading this article and she was saying like her hormones are driving her crazy. And it felt like I was so relating to that. And she literally just cried out to God and journaled Mm -hmm. and was like, God, like what you said, God, thank you for my hormones. Like, but help me through this fight. Help me not to get tempted because our relationship is so much better than um, giving into the temptation of lust. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I was like, "Mm, and I want to stop there for a second and talk about like, so what do you do? If yeah, you're sitting yeah. there and all of a sudden you feel the shame, you are Absolutely. struggling to get the grace and accept the grace, how do you respond? And so here's some just practical tips, which, you know, some some of you messaged us after the last episode being like, okay, so I'm, wat- I'm watching porn and I'm masturbating. What do I do? Mm-hmm. Which, let me say, first of all, 80% of, of change is awareness and the and the rest is you actually physically doing something different. And so the fact that you're even aware of it and mm. you want change for it, well done. Like you should be so, so proud of yourself yourself. that you're even at that point where you're like, help me. Like the moment you yell out for help. And like, I always say like confession is the first step to Mm -hmm. healing. And so that would be my first number one tip to you is like, I know that this is vulnerable and hard and you're going to be like, no, I don't want to do this. Tell somebody. Because when we tell somebody, when we confess, we bring it instantly into the light. And, you know, real talk, the other day, I was like, really, really wanted to masturbate. And I was like, (laughs) I literally had to get up and I literally had to pace in my apartment. And I was like, Emily, Emily, what's going on? And she's like, oh my God. I called my best friend. And I know that's awkward as heck, but I was like, Tati, I really want to do this. And she, because I instantly brought her into it. And Mm -hmm. I could have either like, I could have either done it or called my best friend. And she was like, go for a run. I was like, okay, I'm going for a run. Because the reason why you masturbate is because you want that happy shot. And the thing is, we want more happy shots when we are in this world. Because when you 
get an orgasm, it releases serotonin, like it releases these good feelings and it releases mm-hmm. bonding chemicals. Yeah. So you feel good, you don't feel alone. And, it, and, and so we want that happy shot and that's why I wanted to do it. But I can find that happiness and that source of intimacy in a Which, different, yeah. in somewhere else. So I went for a run because that releases happy shots and I called my best friend. And so I just want to encourage you that when you feel like that, also, mm-hmm. this gave me a sense of hope. Urges and cravings will only last from typical from 20 to 30 minutes. So if you can bypass the oh, first 20 true. to 30 minutes, oh, you got that. this. I was thinking that. Ooh, I was like, helpful. this shall pass. Yeah, any- no, it will. With anything you're being tempted to, and I woke up, because then I woke up the next day when I was feeling that urge, and I was, like, tossing and turning in bed, and I woke up, and I was like, <laughs> I, I'm fine, because yeah, the next yeah. day came, and I was like, yep. <laughs> and, to, and another practical tip is, like, journal about it. True, yeah. I remember really part of my, my journey was when I started to actually physically write it down and realize that, that God loved me no matter what I do, that, that I journal, because the thing is, you have to realize, you have to slow yourself down because so many times we're on autopilot that all of a sudden, like, oh, I want to do it, and then we do it. But we yeah. have to slow ourselves down and be like, okay, what was I feeling? Because often we mm. masturbate or we watch porn or we have sex to get that happy shot because maybe we were feeling depressed or anxious or lonely, that there's something beforehand that was triggering us, putting us in the cycle of pain and shame, mm. and then that's what's making us want to respond by, by getting yeah. orgasm. Every action starts with a thought. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, of course. And no. not every thought is your own. Amen. Yeah. Take captive of your thoughts. Yeah. That's why it's so good to be able to, like you said, have awareness. Because yeah. people then, like, porn and masturbation is part of their routine at night. Yeah. Because they're so in the mm-hmm. flow of the motion and, like, the habit. And you can break it because you need to gain that awareness. Mm-hmm. And you can retrain your mind in the way you the way you think, even just through the word, like it says, renew your mind. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be yeah. transformed by the renewing mm-hmm. of your mind. So I remember just like doing it and uh, masturbating and being like, I feel so much shame and guilty. And I felt horrible about myself. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't like yeah. myself in that moment. And I I remember, okay, I have to declare God's love over myself. And so what I would say and what I would recommend for you to say mm-hmm. is this one simple line. If you have a journal, write it down. Yeah. God has never loved me more than than this, this moment. moment. Yeah. God has never loved you more yeah. than this moment. That mm. moment after you did it, yep. no shame and guilt can stand there because mm-hmm. God's grace is covering you. Mm-hmm. And yo, let's let's be honest because the devil really hasn't changed his tactics. Mm-hmm. The reason why what happened in the garden was shame. He's yeah. been he's been using shame since the beginning of time. But love's been God's tactic and God's response. Wow. Riley did a post on that. That mm-hmm. was so good. I was like, mind blown. That's mm-hmm. why I forgot to At love Riley the Silva that he gave his one and only son. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that we it's can love. be reconciled back to God. Like, yeah. there's no greater love than what God did. Like, Jesus came as a man, obviously. <laughs> God sent. <laughs> I think so. It's, it's God in the flesh. He came to earth. He pour out his love. He knew no sin and became sin so that we might become the righteousness of God. Mm. That's 2 Corinthians 5.21, I think. Mm-hmm. So good. But And also, I wanted to say, I love how you said to write it out in a journal. Because I'm reading this book by Dr. Caroline Leaf. And she yes. says, the moment you take your thoughts out onto paper, you write it down. There's there's mm-hmm. a trillion things going on. Physiology. Ph- oh, my gosh. Like, physiology-wise <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> physiology and in your brain and in your mind. 
Mm-hmm. Right when you get it on paper, the mm-hmm. thought is out. Your your the maybe the tormenting thought, whatever the chaotic. Like thinking. if you don't have a friend to call or someone to tell it to, because yeah. I know when I was struggling with bulimia, even which if you're was yeah, even, so tormenting. Yeah. The moment I told someone is when I was bringing light yeah. to the darkness and it was exposed. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. the devil wants to keep you isolated. Mm-hmm. He wants to keep you in shame. He wants you to not tell anyone so you can keep living that way. Mm-hmm. But the you need to write. You need to tell someone. And mm-hmm. journal it out mm-hmm. and, and get into community. Get to, Talk to someone you trust. Talk to someone that you know that will actually help you and mm-hmm. not bring you even more shame and not mm-hmm. bring you down. Oh, well, so yeah, we be very that. careful also mm-hmm. with who you speak to and yeah. who with what you yeah. share with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and just really, yeah, and if even if you're struggling out in your public, what I do even is I write in my phone notes and then mm-hmm. I look over it and then I write in my actual journal so it doesn't... Mm-hmm. You know, stay stuck in my brain. I want to make this remark just because I think it's kind of going to back what you said about be careful, like, who you tell these things to. Mm. Like, even if they are your family member, if you get the feeling like they will shame you or make you feel bad, don't tell that person. And so my, with my story, when I had no, basically no friends to tell when I was going through my eating disorder. I told one of our guy friends to shut up. What are you doing, bro? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I didn't know he was coming. That's cool. You know, we're talking about masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> so just make sure the person you're opening up to is someone that you can trust and someone that is going to show you the grace of God instead of shaming you and making you feel bad because that's just going to, like Riley said, accelerate the pain cycle. And that's definitely what happened to me mm-hmm. is I opened up to someone that just made me feel horrible about it. And I just don't want that to happen to anyone else. So just confide in someone that is just mm-hmm. a very like supportive friend someone that's yeah you know that will show love yeah that will just mm-hmm. essentially be like jesus yeah mm-hmm. and just show love and grace and compassion and mm-hmm. super understanding instead of like what do you mean you know yeah. like just mm-hmm. putting you down mm-hmm. and when you pick your accountability partner ask them to ask you why questions so why did you decide to do that why were you feeling like that because like i said earlier self-awareness is key for us to overcome an addiction or a habit or an action and so when we become self-aware that's gonna that's gonna help us slow down and realize why are we feeling like that like why do i typically masturbate when i've been feeling rejected and often you know that shame was rooted in something that happened a long time ago but the echo of shame could go for years and years and years yeah and um yeah and just like just stay strong and be like i will pass up this instant gratification Mm -hmm. i will push through yeah this pain or this like temptation mm-hmm. you know and it's it's like what you said um i you got up and went for a jog because mm-hmm. you you substituted that with the temptation mm-hmm. and that's essentially i feel like that's what how you form good mm-hmm. habits you substitute mm-hmm. it like, same with food you substitute with better food mm-hmm. so you just do something that's better for you in the moment and sometimes our brain works in the way where if i said hey don't think of a white elephant You're thinking of a white elephant. (laughs) And so what I mean by saying that is so often we're like, okay, I'm not going to masturbate, right? Or I'm not going to watch porn. I'm not going to have sex. And then we were so focused. We're focused on the not doing it. And then our brain's like, no, no, no. Oh, shoot. I'm going to do it. And then you fall and you do it. And so instead, I'm just asking you and encouraging you to shift your direction that you're looking at slightly from the sin 
to God. Mm -hmm. Instead of looking at, oh my gosh, Riley, I need to not do this, not do this. Be like, God, I love you. I declare, say, like I said before, God, you've never loved me more than this moment. Mm -hmm. So shift your direction to God. And that is often another, something practical that can help you find that freedom. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for our listeners, God. I just thank you that you love them so much and that you are washing the peace and grace over them right now as they listen like a blanket that's just going to wrap them up, God, and they choose to listen to your voice and not any other voice, not the stranger's voice, but your voice that tells them that they are holy, they're righteous, and they're in right standing with you, God. That you no longer see our sin, that you've removed it as far as the east is from the west, that we are new creations in you, and that there is now no condemnation for those that are in Christ, and that we can come boldly to the throne of grace every single morning. Your mercies are new, and your love for us chases us down till the ends of the earth and i just pray lord that they they encounter you in a new way after hearing this episode god and that they find freedom just by looking at you jesus and i ask all these things in your name amen okay riley where can we find you so at riley soul on instagram and tiktok i also have a website rileysoul.com and i'm currently writing a book <gasps> yes so i'm like 200 pages in so if any publishers are out there <laughs> hit her up <laughs> well thank you guys so much for listening to this episode and we'll catch you in our next one bye, bye.